If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Well met, fellow adventurers. We are we are now going to track down the final three of those ghosts that have been causing so much trouble all across the kingdom. Well, I assume they've been causing trouble. Because well, we haven't actually seen them cause any trouble, but we just assume Because they look like the sort of people who would cause trouble. Anyway, the final, th apparently, there's a cave somewhere where we look for them. So, hunt the 13 ghosts. 10 so far. Embark on your hunt for the 11th ghost. <coughs> 10 of Orgrass' vicious ghostly minions have, have, have been vanquished. Summonarily delivered the final death they so long deserved. This is called the final hunt. The descendants of the original victims of these bloodthirsty themes will at last know peace. But your task is not yet complete. Loath and his two most treacherous henchmen, Nash Jordan Gloucester, still roam the world of the living as vengeful spirits, bent on tormenting innocent, the innocent souls they vow to corrupt and destroy. With a seeking stone in hand to guide you, you set out on what is likely the final leg of your mission. Now, from what I've been hearing on the Discord, this is going to be quite tough. So, Sir Crokington made a trip to Tally's. Using all the huge stock of ATs that you got for, from, from the Wheel of Cubes. Sir Crokington's MR has now been risen to 264. The Seeking Stone, a cave deep in the old North Wood. The steaking stone brightly flares, enveloping you in its lurid light as you cautiously arrive at the precise destination to which it has guided you. The gaping, moss-covered moor of a cave deep in the tangled heart of the old north wood. Suddenly, a, frigid, a swift breath of frigid air surges past, causing you to involuntarily shudder while making your way into 
making you overtly aware you're not alone here. The next instance, you take notice of a lurking, malevolent presence. Out of the mouth <coughs> of the cave floats the hideous, translucent spectre of a one-armed, sword-wielding man, his face a maze of deep scars and festering flesh. The ghost around whom billows an endless cloud of blue mist halts just outside the cave, regards you with a withering glare that instantly makes your blood run cold. Well, it's a check. It's... Bonus of 60, 20 from mine, 20 from spirit, 20 from aura. Got to get 100 or more, or something bad will happen. Pick now. Oh. Oh, no, this is bad. You never reserve has been depleted. You know what? I'm going to start again. Because Neville reserve is very, very handy. For healing yourself, if nothing else. Anyway, I'll just quickly click through here. Same check. Failure again. No, 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 no. I will not fail this one. Uh, maybe third time's a charm. We'll see. Uh, fortunately, you can keep going if you quit without savings. Withering glare, blood runs cold, check now. Failure again? That's that's odd. That's odd indeed. Hmm. Maybe there's some sort of list. List of random numbers you've got to... They're just pre-assigned to you when you do something. Who knows, who knows. Uh, well, I've moved around a bit. Hopefully that's changed some random numbers. 13 ghosts. 11 ghosts. Find the cave. Success! Your never reserve has just been reduced. You struggle against the urge to turn and flee in the face of the ghost terror-inducing stare. Despite your success, your effort... The effort has taken its toll. Neville will observe reduced to 12. You have 10 stand-on points. The Seeking Stone emits a dazzling flash of white light, instantly returns your thoughts to the presence. Next instance, you spring forward and rush at the ghost, determined to engage the fearsome spirit here and now. You cut only a few yards when the one-armed ghost stretches wide its misshrouded jaws and unleashes a piercing shriek that shakes the very core of your being. Picking a number, bonus 60, mine, 20 for mine, 20 for spirit, 20 for more. Got to get 100 or more or I'll be very spooked. Pick now, 103, success. The air-shutting shriek freezes you in mid-step and sends a wave of tremors cursing through your 23 damage. I'll just heal that now. Yeah. As the tremors aside, you rush forward. You rush towards the foul spirit, only to watch the ghost turn and rapidly float back into the cave. You reach the mouth of the cave and peer inside, expecting to catch a glimpse of the going ghost, but nothing stirs in the deep gloom beyond. A sense of dread comes over you as you stand clay gazing into the dark, shaking your resolve and making you question your vow to see the mission through to the end suddenly. The Seeking Stone emits a dazzling flash of white light, 
in the fleeting mo moment. You're bathed in the glow of the magic rock. Your determination is renewed. With your trusted light source in hand, and your every sense alert for any sign of lurking peril, you barely make your way into the cave, confident you're stepping into a lair, haunted by Orgroth and the last of his vile henchmen. Okay, okay, this is the new tile-based dungeon thing. It's called the Ghost Slayer. The dark, twisting passages and gloom-filled chambers of this smoke cave are just the sort of places one might expect to encounter a ghost. Be on your guard. You haven't searched. You've visited one of the two locations your exploration has revealed. You haven't searched any of the locations you've explored. Just inside the cave mouth. You're standing just inside the mouth of the cave. The pale light of the outside forest filters through a curtain of moss that conceals much of the cave's grey-pink moor. Let's search here. Make a thorough search. Nothing of any particular interest. Alright, let's go south. Four-way junction. A deep, unnatural chill seeps through your flesh, chilling you to the core, as you cautiously you to explore the grim darkness of the cave without warning. Ghostly hands. A pair of glowing ghostly arms suddenly shoot out of the darkness to your left and attempt to grab you. Grab you. Pick a number. Bonus of 44. 17 from agility, 20 from body, 7 from luck. Would be more with anyone else. Got to get 75 or more. I get grabbed? Pick now. Failure. The ghostly hands take hold of you, hoist you into the air and slam you into the cave floor. 26 damage. As the phantasmal arms withdraw into the gloom and vanish, you stagger to your feet, dazed and bloodied. Alright, what search here? Throw a search. Nothing of any particular interest. Okay. For a junction. Deep, unnatural chill tears through your flesh, chilling you to the core as you course explore the grim darkness of the cave. Go east. It's a wag clad skeleton. And what a large chunk of jagged stone dominates the centre of this wide cave chamber. A skeleton clad in a tattered tunic and breeches lies at the heap at the base of stone. Unexpectedly. It's ghostly hands again. Same check as before. Pick now. 49. Failure. The ghostly hands take hold of you, hoist you into the air, slam you onto the cave floor. As the phantasmal arms withdraw into gloom and vanish, you stagger to your feet, dazed and bloody. That was 19 damage. <coughs> Just do a bit of healing now. I'll examine the skeleton. You bend down to the, examine the skeleton, only to have a biting chill pass through you. The ghost of an armoured cloud biggened rises up out of the remains. That levels its fleshless glowing filling finger at you before slowly disappearing into the surrounding darkness. The instant the ghost is no longer in sight, a searing pain erupts in your head. Pick a number. Bonus of 40. 20 from mind. 20 from spirit. Success is 75. Oh, I get hurt a lot. Pick now. 54. Failure. You gasp in agony as the pain in your head intensifies, nearly causing you to lose consciousness. The pain ultimately subsides. The attack in your psyche has left you dazed and somewhat unsteady on your feet. Immediately following your encounter with ghosts, you find yourself acutely aware of what you can only describe as faint whispers coming from somewhere deep in the gloom of the cave. 
now aware of every shadow cast by your reliable light source, you set off to resume your exploration. Search here, they can throw a search, nothing of any particular interest. Alright, let's go south. Well, I've already looked at the skeleton. The table. A mound of rotting wood, all that remains of a long plank table, sits against the wall in this section of the cave. A scattering of human bone fragments is interspersed among the decaying debris. <coughs> Look at the bones! You make a close inspection of the shattered bones. Note the fragments were arranged to depict a symbol that looks like three concentric squares. Oh, it's Zatharuk! Of course, of course he did that. He probably made some sort of pact with Zatharuk. You know, to let others be spooky ghosts. Or something else, certainly. You give a start and step back as the glowing apparition of an older man suddenly emerges from the reins of the table and hovers in mid-air, his bare, translucent feet only inches off the cave floor. The ghost displays his wrists, which are, around which are tied thick lengths of rope that are fixed to the table. Use the ghostly orb, but I don't have it, which shows us a ghostly orb to get. Yeah, step back from the... <coughs> As you step back, the ghost opens his mouth and seems to be attempting to speak, but makes no sound. Suddenly, a gentle breeze stirs the air, and the hovering spirit's ethereal fragment scatters into the darkness, swiftly fading from light. Examine the bones again. It's the ghost again. Right, search here. Throw a search. Nothing of any particular interest. Right, go west. East-North Passage. A deep, unnatural chill appears, seeps through your flesh, chilling you to the core you cause it to explore the grim darkness of the cave, peering out of the darkness. The glowing, translucent broadsword shrieks out of the gloom and immediately attacks you, rapidly weaving through the darkness as it attempts to cut you down. You retreat several yards and assume defensive stance, preferring to fend off the ghostly sword's sinister assault. Begin combat with a ghost sword. Ooh, slices you. 32 damage and then 35 damage. Hey, stop doing these specials. 39 damage. Anyway, it is slain. 8 XP. Having vanquished a threat, you carefully check over your gear before warily exhuming your exploration. I search here. Nothing of any particular interest. Can I... What happens if I exit the cave? As you step up to the threshold of the cave's mouth, a shimmering translucent blue web forms across the opening, blocking your path. The ghostly faces of three men suddenly appear amidst the web's glowing strands before abruptly vanishing. From somewhere within the gloomy depths of the cave, your anguish the anguished whispers of a trio of tortured soul reaches your ears. Attempt to pass through the glowing web... The instant you step towards the glowing air, its glow intensifies and a natural chill passes through you. Translucent strands of the webbing flutter wildly as if stirred by a bronze breeze. Continue through the web. You step through the translucent web, only to be met with an invisible force that pushes you backwards. Deep chill pulses, courses through you. 
as you stumble away from the webbed opening, its icy fingers stabbing into your flesh. 16 damage. The painful effects of your encounter with the ghostly web slowly subside, though you immediately detect a lingering doorache in your limbs. Well, looks like there's no getting out of here until we've got the ghosts. Okay, <coughs> go west. Sparkling dust. The air in this part of the cave is filled with small spark <coughs> sparkling particles that swirl and eddy in the glow of your light. A strange street smell permeates the immediate area. Something stirs in the gloom. A glowing, translucent warhammer hurtles out of the darkness and attacks you in a wild frenzy. You fall back and assume a defensive stance as you endeavour to fend off the ghostly hammer's frenzied, frenzied assault. Ghost hammer. Swipes at you. Sometimes it absorbs damage. It is slain. 7 XP. Having vanquished a threat, you carefully check over your gear before warily resuming your exploration. Alright. Let's search here. Throw a search. Nothing of any particular interest. Go. Heal. And go north. A medley of debris is strewn across this sizable chamber. Decaying objects of wood and metal in small scattered piles litter the floor. Search here, make a thorough search, discover something! You discover a, a rotting, leather-bound book resting on to top one of the heaps of debris. A trio of constricted <coughs> concentric squares, now mostly distorted, is burned into the book's decayed cover. Something inexplicable about the book seems to draw you towards use divination. Immediately sense that the book is both ancient and evil. Despite being confident of the book's malevolent nature, you find yourself strangely drawn to it. Well, I guess I'll pick it up. The book quivers in your hands as you take possession of it. Through faint, detect what seems like a pulse beating out in a steady rhythm from the watching volume. Open the book. Recognising the delicate state of the book's watching leather cover, you slowly and carefully open the curiously branded volume. Much to surprise, the book's two dozen yellow <coughs> yellowed and tattered pages are blank. However, as you flip through the volume, fate images and words begin to form on the decaying paper. Most of the pictures appearing throughout the book depict either realistic scenes of large-scale destruction or abstract notions of hideous violence. Despite the gruesome nature of much of the imagery, you find yourself utterly in fascinated and unable to tear your enthralled gaze, gaze away from the book's grim contents. The last page of the book bears an elaborate animated image depicting a flame-streaked sky which is summarised to be the wounds of Talonus. Dazzling flashes briefly illuminate the cinder city, revealing the jagged, crumbling outlines of its outer walls and inner structures. With your gaze focused on the picture, you find a grave sense of despair washes over you, compelling you to close the book and cast it. Sighs. To your horror, you find yourself unable to release your grip on the sinister volume. Alright, it's the don't get spooked check. Pick now. 
116 success. Without warning, the book suddenly crumbles into tiny pieces in your hand, raining its fragments down about your feet. Suddenly. A glottal snarl to your left makes the blood run cold. You pivot in the direction to cruising sound. Your eyes fall upon a cruelly nightmarish sight. A quivering mound of black slime, its oozing, undulating form, vaguely res- resembling a mis- misshapen human face, lurches forward, lurches towards you out of the darkness, gurgling loudly as it slides over the uneven cave floor. In the dark behind the advancing slime, fading quickly, are the last sparkling remnants of a magical gate. With startling speed, the slime opens its mouth and shoots out a long black tongue, which curls about your midsection and holds you fast. As the creature begins to draw you towards its mouth, you launch into a wild struggle to free yourself from its iron grip. Pick a number. Bonus of 44. 15 from might, 20 from body, 9 from agility. Got to get 75 or more. Or you'll get me. Pick now. 125. Success. Manage to tear yourself free of the slime's face, slime's face's tongue, and fall back several feet. The mound of black slime continues to quiver and slowly lurches towards you as preparing to strike. I guess I'll heal, then hold my ground and engage the slime. The head head-shaped mound of slime rises up before you, like a great black. <coughs> before surging down upon you in a frenzied attack unbeknownst to you the creature now exhaling you is Colorplor the Banished a Zafmorian abomination long ago banished from Zafruk's worm how and why this atrocity of nature entered this world is unknown but you are now the sole target of its unfettered malevolence alright it's 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 black difficulty, so I don't really have anything to do. Hmm. Alright, I'm just gonna defense, defense, defense one. You turn and flee back to south, playing you'll be able to evade the quivering mound of slime. Much to your belief, the gruesome face shaped blob does not take up pursuit. Waiting with braided breath for nearly a minute, you quickly check your equipment before setting off through the dark. Okay, let's go south now. A pair of rusted chains lie heaped at the foot of this natural stone pillar in the section of the cave, scattering human bones around the base of the column. Search here. Thought a search. Nothing of any particular interest. Examine the bones. Make a close examination of shattered bones and notes. <laughs> the fragments have begun to disintegrate. Oh, it's like the other one. I need the ghostly orb to do anything. Step back from the ghost. Alright, go south again. The air stairs. A faint breeze flows through the wide and sloping cave passage. An even floor is particularly slick here, making you, making you take extra care with every step out of the dank gloom. A sickening, gurgling sound erupts out of the darkness ahead as a broad puddle of rippling grey ooze slides into view. The corrosive menace, rising up until it forms a sizable, bubbling waves. wave, rapidly surges forward, eager to dissolve and devour you. Corrosive grey ooze. Just take this on. 
Oh, and I was killed. Okay, okay. Well, I might, I'm going to try again. But I'm going to pause until we get to something new. Alright, I found a ghostly spear. A large transparent blue orb. Its ghostly glow slithering across the uneven surface of the cave floats out of the darkness ahead. Without warning, the massive spear <coughs> it's a faint pu- a faint white light that surges forward and completely envelops you. Right, check. Bonus 60. Success 100. 137 success. The white light protecting you intensifies until you're forced to close your eyes to protect them. As the Dazzling light fades, you open your eyes and discover that not only is the massive orb gone, but you're no longer where you just were. It seems the strange magic of the ghostly spear teleports you to a different location within the cave. A wag-clad skeleton. A large clunk of jagged stone dominates the centre of this wide cave chamber. A skeleton clad in a tattered tunic and breeches lies at the heap at the base of stone unexpectedly. <coughs> Arrow slinger. An apparition of a bow-banishing man steps out of the darkness ahead and fixes you with a grim stare. The ghostly archer swiftly draws his bow, notches an arrow, and looses the feathered shaft, sending the glowing missile hurtling straight for you. Pick a number. Bonus of 44. 17 from agility, 20 from body, 7 from luck. Gotta get 75 or more. Pick now. Right. 73. Failure. You cry out in agony as the translucent arrow slams into you piercing your side and sending a deathly chill surging through your body. As you move to tend to the hour, the phantasmal shaft suddenly vanishes. After saluting you with this vulgar gesture, the ghostly archer retreats into gloom and disappears. Right, search here. For a search, nothing of interest. Examine the skeleton. You bend down to examine the skeleton, only to have a biting chill pass through you. The ghost of armour clad a big end rises up from the remains and levels its fleshless glowing finger at you, before slowly disappearing into the surrounding darkness. The instant the ghost is no longer in sight, a shearing pain erupts in your head. Pick it to check. Bonus of 40, 24 minus 20 for spirit. Got to get 75. Pick now. 131 success. The pain in your head ultimately subsides. The attack on your psyche has left you dazed and somewhat unsteady on your feet. Immediately following encounter with the ghost, you find yourself acutely aware of what you can only describe as faint whispers coming from somewhere deep within the gloom of the cave. Now wary of every shadow cast by a dependable light, you set off to resume your exploration. There's the skeleton. Nothing's changed. Go east. Yeah, stirs. A faint breeze blows through this wide and sloping cave passage. The unmarked floor is particularly slick here. We can take extra care at every step. Search here. We can throw search at surroundings. Nothing of any particular interest. Go south. Mark slab. Massive slab of cut stone. With perfectly stair. Square. West in the centre of the floor in this roughly circular cave chamber. A card marking adorns each colour. Corner of the stone slab. Of the dank bloom. Oh, it's a hammer. I'll just quick combat that. It is slain. Seven. I'm just gonna quick combat those things because you tend to take less damage when you do that, having vanquished the threat. Carefully check over your gear before warily resuming your exploration 7 XP. 
and without warning, slippery and wet. While moving across the damp section of the cave floor, you're suddenly shoved from behind by a pair of strong hands. You lose your footing on the sick surface and pit and pitch forward. Pick a number. Bones 51, 17 for agility, 10 from body. 7 for blocked. 17 for woodmanship. Got to get 100. Why? Fall badly. Pick now. 124. Success. The last possible second you manage to regain your footing and avoid a nasty spill on the jagged, unforgiving cave floor. You spin around only to see the last wispy traces of a glowing fog receding into the darkness. Must have been a ghost. Alright. Let's search here. Slab. Nothing a bit particularly interesting. Examine the stone slab. Curious markings adorning the corners of the slab each depict a trio of concentric squares. A glowing translucent orb, roughly the size of your hand, hovers barely an inch above the surface of the slab. You feel compelled to touch the ghostly orb. Let's touch the orb. You attempt to touch the ghost glowing orb, but your hand passes through the ghostly spear. Alright, gotta do something else first. Go south. Dead end. Exit north. A deep, unnatural chills seeps through your flesh, chilling you to the core as you cautiously explore the grim darkness of the cave, peering out of the darkness. It's a ghost sword. Just quick combat it. Ugh, did a lot of damage this time. Alright, time to heal a bit. 8 XP. Suddenly, cursed whisper. A deafening, ghastly wail erupts out of the darkness ahead. Suddenly, a ghoulish whisper passes your wide here as one of the sinister spirits haunting this cave attempts to lay a dreadful curse on you. It's the don't get spooked check. Pick now. 158 success. Your formidable defences are put to the test, though you ultimately manage to ward off the foul magic of this ghostly whisper. Whisper fades and the wailing does not return. In the wake of the unsettling encounter, the cave seems eerily quiet. Let's search here at this dead end. Nothing of any particular interest. Okay, go north. Now go east. Saxon barrels. Several rotting barrels stand against the pot wall in this section of the cave. A pile of mouldy sacks six next to the barrels. So search here. Go search. Nothing of interest. Examine the barrels. Make a thorough search of the Watching about Pick a number. One to six. Pick now. Six. Your examination of the bowels turns up a leather pouch containing a small quantity of adventure tokens, which you promptly acquire. Five adventure tokens. A scrap of paper tucked into the bottom of the pouch bears a notice that reads, Property of VWK. Alright, uh, I guess I should give it back to you, but uh, you can't do that in this game, so... Examine the barrels. Examine the sacks. Search through the pile of lottie sacks. Pick a number one to six. Pick now two. A closer the examination of sacks turns up. A thin stone disc bearing a carved symbol that picks a trio of concentric squares. The instant you take possession of the disc, it crumbles into dust. To make search you haven't overlooked anything, you step away from the mouldy heap. Okay, I'm done with that one. Go south. 
pillar. A pair of rusted chains are heaped at the foot of a natural bone pillar in the centre of the cave. Scattering a human bones around <coughs> the base of the column, you realise you're not alone. It's a corrosive grey ooze. Just quick combat that. Finish it off. It is slain. Alright, got to heal a bit more. Having vanquished the threat, you carefully check over your gear before warily resuming your exploration. You find something nearby. You find a trinket worth six gold and six gold. Search here. Throw a search. Particular interest. Examine the bones. Make a close inspection of the scattered bones and note some of the fragments have begun to disintegrate. Oh, it's the... It's a chained up ghost. Got to use the ghostly orb. Step back from the ghost. Go south. Northeast west junction. A deep, unnatural chill seeps through your flesh. After the thing, gloom. Ghost axe. Quick combat. 8 XP. Discover something nearby. A studded leather helm. Alright. Search here. Discover something. Discover a hidden passage concealed behind an outcropping of stone. Examine the passage. Peer into the narrow passage, but unable to see more than a few feet into the gloomy, twisting tunnel. Follow the passage. You enter the hidden passage and cause you to make your way along a twisting length. Kate, taking care not to bump your head against the low ceiling. Less than a minute, you emerge from the tunnel and find yourself in a different part of the cave. Okay, I went east a bit. Heap of bones. A scattered skeleton lies in the corner of this section of the cave. Its cracked skull resting at nearly a foot from the west of the fleshless remains. Open the cave wall leads to the hidden passage. Search here. Throw a search. Nothing of interest. Examine the skeleton. Alright, ghost ghastly. I'm chilled. Pick a number. Bonus of 40. 20 from body, 20 from spirit. Pick now. Failure. 72. The fiend's unnatural chill exacts a deadly toll. Lost 10 stamina points. And I'll just heal a bit there. Immediately following Council of the Ghost, you find yourself acutely aware of what you can only describe as faint whispers coming from somewhere deep within the gloom of the cave. Now aware of every shadow cast by your light source, you set off to resume your exploration. Alright, let's go south. Painted in blood. An ob symbol, painted in blood, dominates one of the walls of this section of the cave. You suddenly realize you're not alone. It's another giant sword. It's just slain. And that's almost all my health gone now. And almost all my magic. Why they have to go and drain me first? It's got something nearby. Just a common dagger, not even worth picking up. Search here. Nothing of particular interest. Go west, sparkling dust. The air in this part of the cave is filled with small sparkling particles that swirl and eddy in the glow of your light. A strange sweet smell that permeates the immediate day. We realize you're not alone. It's a gloom claw. A massive whirring mass of spiny black legs crawls out of the darkness to block your path. You call in horror and prepare to fend off the ravenous attack of a gloom claw. Gloom claw. 
these giant black centipede-like creatures inhabit dank caves and other subterranean spaces, preying upon anything unfortunate enough to wander into their lairs. Under the cover of darkness, these hideous creatures will creep out of their bodies, scouring the immediate vicinity for prey to shake their ferocious appetites. When attacking, goon crawlers will attempt to bite with their powerful bony mandibles, as well as pierce the flesh of their intended victim with a pair of sharp and venomous forelegs. Many across the North Portlands refer to goon crawlers as scuttlers. I just quick combat that. It is slain. <coughs> 7 XP. Search here, sparkling dust. Any particular interest? Go west. Deb a medley of debris is thrown around this sizable chamber, decaying objects of wood and metal in small scattered piles on the floor without warning. It's a cursed whisper. And I pass that check. I go south. The whack. The rotten remains of wood and whack are affixed to the wall in the section of the cave. A pair of rusted manacles lie on the cave floor here, with success scattering a human bone fragments without warning. It's the Owlslinger again. Fail on the check, take 15 damage. Peering out of the darkness, goes to the hammer. Quick combat that. Search here. Pick up interest. I don't think I'll survive this. It's a table. Ghost axe. Slain. Everything vanquished the threat, you carefully check over your gear before warily resuming your exploration. Find something nearby, it's a halberd, not worth Common halberd, search. Examine the bones. Make a close inspection of the scattered bones and note the fragments are arranged to depict a symbol that looks like three concentric squares. Suddenly, ghostly orb again. Can't do it yet. The pillar. Saxon barrels. Examine the stone slab. Can I get the orb yet? No, step away. Alright, must be something more to do. I'll go west a bit. Ghostly hands. Ghostly hands, success. Pinning out the darkness, corrosive grey ooze. Oh, I don't know how you're supposed to survive this. Because they keep doing more and more damage to you. And they give you no way of healing. Alright, well I've slain it. 8 XP. Something nearby. Terrible weapons and 1 gold. Lonely skeleton. Ghost hammer. Slain. Alright, 7 XP unexpectedly. Skeleton. What's crawling up your arm? You feel something on your white arm, and you can scan to find a black dark spider crawling along. The deadly arachnid, but the size of the thon is slowly making its way towards your hand. Realising this will win for out, you attempt to swap the spider away, pick a number. Bonus 41, 17 from agility, 7 from luck, 17 from woodmanship. Success 75 or more, pick now. Failure, 23 damage.
You attempt to swipe the spider from your arm. Before you manage to do so, the small tail unleashes its fearsome bite. <coughs> Pursing your flesh and injecting you with deadly venom. Vision blurs and sinks to your knees as the potent toxin surges through your veins. You struggle to breathe as the powers to power, spider's powerful venom continues to ravage your body. Pick a number. Bonus 40, 24, 20 spirit, success, 75 or more. Pick now. Failure. Ah, oh, no, I'm dead. Okay, okay. I don't think Sir Crokington's strong enough to do, to do this. Or at least not yet. Okay. I'll try out Zoop. Let's see. Save the game. 13 ghosts. Okay, we're starting as usual, but with a stronger character. Failure? No, 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 I'm not. There's no way I'll survive without a without without Neville Reserve to fall back on. Alright. Success. Okay, I've got 19 Neville Reserve now. Alright. Piercing Shriek. Failure. 83 damage. Temis aside, you rush again towards the foul spirit, only to watch the ghost turn and rapidly float back into the cave. <coughs> Alright, and here we are. In the cave. Search here. Particular interest, okay. Go east, table, blue orb, failure. Ugh, what? What is going on here? This can also drain all your Neville Reserve. What? Look, this is. Ugh, I mean, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, you make us not able to use a constant heal, and then you take away the no, then you take away the ability to heal. I know you're not going to get lucky with these jacks because there's so many of them. Also, close your eyes, protect them. Teleport you to somewhere else. Oh, I don't even want to. I'm not even sure I want to bother. An odd symbol painted in blood. It's concentric squares. Search here. I don't, I don't know if I'll be able to. Uh, I'm giving up. Giving up on that one. For now. Right, I look at the sacks. Close examination of the sack turns up. A barely edgeable note that bears the rather cryptic phrase Two by the lake at. After making certain you have never looked anything, you step away from the mouldy heap. Go north, west south passage, something emerges. So defensive, defensive, flee. Managing to outdistance your foe. Oh, oh okay, you'll keep. Apparently there's a finite number of foes, at least. 
I mean, that would be useful if you could, you know, heal. Even if it was awkward. But you can't. Because they will discover something nearby. Blah, blah, blah. Go west, some debris. It's a gloom claw. Suddenly, arrow slinger. Success for that. Search here. Discover something. Oh no, ignore this book. There's no way I'll survive it anyway. Go north. The air stirs. Faint please blows through this wide and sloping cave passage. The even floor is particularly slick here, making you take extra care with every step. The nearby shadows. It's another ghost axe. Quick combat. It is slain. Eight XP. Without warning. Cursed whisper. Alright. Let's pass that. Numerous small caves scurrying along. Numerous small cave spiders cover the walls of this bending passage, desperately seeking to invade the evasive glow of your light. So where's you're not alone? It's another gloom claw. Use three combat twenties. Seven XP. Without warning. Ghostly hands. Pass that. Search here. Go west, painted in blood. Go sword. I, I don't know. Well, I managed to get lucky with that. So if you gear. And that's my last healing. Search here. Go search. I don't particular interest. Odd symbol painting. Blood. Mark slab. How, how do you survive this? And I've been killed. I, I don't know how you're supposed to get through this one. Because it constantly hurts you. And then when moves anyway, you have to heal. So it's luck. It's pure bloody luck. Whether you'll actually have enough. Have enough Neville Reserve to survive. Uh, oh, another one. I thought I had the spider. 124 success. You definitely flick the spider from your arm, sending this creature hurtling out into the gloom. To breathe your much-deserved sigh of relief, you quickly check yourself over and find no more of the unwelcome visitors anywhere on your person. Search here. A scattered skeleton lies in the corner of this section of this cave. Its cracked skull resting nearly a foot from its fleshless remains. Something emerges from the darkness. It's another gloom claw. Bash it. Something nearby. Search here. Scroll something. There's a hidden passage, but examine the hidden path. Examine the skeleton. Oh, go definitely chill of the ghost frigid war. Core extends very core of your being. 127 success. You manage to stave off the chill's deadly effects, though it takes you nearly a minute to stop shaking.
Okay, go north. It's the whack again. Cursed Whisper, past that one. Ghost Axe emerges from the darkness. It is slain. Well, I can't bloody use my... you make it so hard okay something is huh we got progress now is one of the ghosts with a ghastly wail the glowing spectre of Norsgaard is burning gaze fixed on you surges forward and attacks seeking stone flares as you maneuver to engage the long dead brigand it's Nosgord Nosjaw's ghost but I'm not going to survive because the whole dungeon wiped me out in advance and as I told you wiped out I can't Ugh. what is this uh, try it again I might have law luck this time as I have 32 mm. Neville Reserve with soup okay I've defeated Kelepor the Banished. Who is that slime monster? Okay. He, well, he fled. And I restore a lot of SP because I used two quickstone. Undulating wildly. Sickling, gurgling sound filling the cave. The face-shaped mass of slime. Swiftly retreats across the range of your tracks, leaving a broad slick of ooze in its wake. The crapple of energy rises up from somewhere and darts behind the oozing fiend. In response, the hideous abomination steps, slips further back into the gloom and disappears. Clefor the Banished, ultimately invincible in this world, has returned to the Neville realm from which he was exiled countless ages ago. A realm from which his escape was deemed impossible. Arixar. The level the, the realm of Arixar is an eternal void, the core of which exists. It's the mirror void. A gateway into non-reality known only as the Scatterskin. No no entity was trail of Arixar. Nothing... That enters this grim, silent void can never leave its unfathomable confines. Well, we know that's not true. Here, tethered to the edge of the vid rear void by strands of lost time, are souls and spirits of countless beings, banished to Axor by entities that wield truly fearsome power. Zethrook, the time bending overlord of Zathmore, is known to possess such power. Okay, okay. As you recover from your encounter with the otherworldly horror, you suddenly spot something lying on the floor at the edge of your light. You move over to your object, discover it to be a square wooden amulet affixed to a chain of constructed bone links. Burn on both sides of the amulet is a mark depicting a trio of concentric squares. Okay, I'll go check the wiki. <coughs> Alright. Oh, pick it. Oh, oh, leave the amulet. Oh, I've chosen to leave it where it is. With no desire to touch the amulet, you spend the next few moments checking over equipment, preparing to once again set up through the gloom of the cave. 
Ugh, I hope that wasn't really good. Okay, okay. Go north. Ragclad skeleton. Search here. Examine the skeleton. It's, it's a ghost again. One of those ghosts. Success. Okay, go north. Heap of bones. It's a gloom claw. Right, heal again. Sparkling dust. Corrosive grey ooze. Bash it. <coughs> heal. Search here. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Search here. Okay. Another ghost hammer. Search here, the West North Passage. Painted in blood. Corrosive could I use? <coughs> Slain it. Take the time to heal. <coughs> Go east. Lonely skeleton. It's one of the spooky ghosts. Tries to spook me, but resume the exploration. A marked slab. Search here. Don't find anything. Stone slab. It's the orb, but you can't touch it until you beat the ghosts. Search the lonely skeleton. Ghost there. Walls of blue and green. Patches of green and blue. Blue and green mark cover the walls of this part of the cave. Suddenly, <coughs> a ghostly spit. <coughs> oh, I've done this before. Failure, I'm drained. Different location. Quotes of Glyuse. Search here, nothing. <sighs> I think I think I might be doomed. <coughs> okay, ghostly hands, ghostly hands. And I dodged them, so avoided damage. Search here. Discover something. Secret passage, examine it. I didn't go very far. 
search here okay go east now table curse whisper success there merging from the gloom gloom claw uh, and I was killed again ah oh, I went got so far got so far still killed this time, after beating the big slime beast, I picked up the amulet. The instant you touch the amulet, an intense wave of pain washes over you. You gasp in agony as a powerful, constricting force takes hold of your whole entire body, making it nearly impossible for you to breathe. Pick a number, bonus 50, 20 from body, 20 from might, 10 from spirit. Gotta get 100 or more, not to be crushed, pick now. Failure. Your surroundings begin to darken as you struggle to breathe. 43 damage. Okay, that's easy enough to fix. Because fortunately, this time round, I kept kept quite a bit of SP. Suddenly, constricting force disappears and you're able to draw several lungs full of air. The tingling sensation briefly afflicts the hand which we hold the amulet. Through the strange feeling, rapidly abates. Unidentified square wooden amulet. This square wooden amulet is attached to a bone link chain. A mark depicting a trio of concentric circles is born, burned into both sides of the amulet. Okay, I'll pause for now. Now in possession of the strange amulet, you spend the next few moments checking over your equipment, preparing to once again set off through the gloom of the cave. Alright, pause until something new comes up. Okay, here comes one of the ghosts, a glowing spectre. A one-armed ghost who counted upon a wire in the cave floats out of the fog. Its baleful gaze, froze, baleful gaze frozen on you. The ghost of the sword-wielding man unhinges his fog-spewing fog jaws. Leashes a piercing shriek that echoes throughout the cave and rattles you to the core. Spooked challenge, pick now. 105 success, still take damage. The deafening scream freezes your blood and sends a wave of agony curse coursing through you. 30 damage. Shaken, but thankful to have staved off the worst of the ghost's deadly attack, you rush forward to attack the vile spirit of the long-dead brigand. With a ghostly, ghastly wail, the glowing spectre of Nosjord, its burning gaze fixed on you, surges forward and attacks. The Seeking Stone flares as you manoeuvre to engage the long-dead brigand. It's Nosgore's ghost. Okay. Let's just see... Just keep bashing, just keep bashing. And down he goes. 716 XP. The tattered, ephoral fabric of Nosgore's ghost rapidly transforms into an undulating cloud of faintly glowing particles. As you step back, assuming a defensive stance lest the ghost suddenly reform, a sudden sense of calm descends upon you as the ghost dissipates. For the vile venement of a murderous soul has at last been forever removed from the world. The seeking stone suddenly emits a flash of white light, drawing your gaze to its pitted surface, which is now emblazoned with the outline of a skull. Something emerges out of the gloom. It's a ghost axe. It is slain. Unexpectedly, ghostly spear... Got that, but I'm still teleported.
dead end. Exit north. Okay, okay. It's a ghost sword. Just bash it, bash it, bash it. Do a bit of healing after. Find something nearby. Hide boots and a scythe. Nothing searching, nothing. Northeast West Junction, no. Go north. It's a table. It's a gloom claw. Just smash that. Without warning. <coughs> the owl slinger. Pass that check too. Examine the bones. Can't use the ghostly orb yet because I haven't got it. Walls of blue and green. It's a ghost axe again. Bash it. Alright. Ghostly hands. Failure. Bit of damage. It's going along. It's a ghost sword. We're losing your exploration. Heap of bones. A shattered skeleton lies in this in the corner of this section of the cave. It's cracked skull resting nearly a foot from the rest of flesh remains. It's a ghost axe. Bash that. Sound the skeleton. It's one of the ghosts. Ghost we're hunting. It tries to spook me, but it fails. Now it'll be wandering around, no doubt. Search here, searching the last few places I missed. Examine bones on the table. Can't use the ghostly orb yet. Alright, looking around. The whack. The whack has the ghostly bones. The pillar. Pillars, another one. Ghostly orb bones. Okay. Must be someone around here. Right, looking around, looking around. Uh, where are you? Where are you? Oh, here's a place I haven't searched yet. The marked slab. Some stone slab touched the orb. Still passes through. Step away from the slab. Okay. Maybe if I go back to the entrance. No. Uh, must be... Well, we know we haven't took... Not Can't do this until we've taken on all 13 ghosts. Maybe we've taken on 11. Alright, there's 20 places. I've searched 17 of them. Examine the wagglad skeleton. Examine the lonely skeleton. Saxon bowels, a pillar. Dead end exit south, search there, nothing of particular interest. Right, it's going along. 
Search there. Okay, I've searched. I've no, oh, no, no. Still one place left to search. Heap of bones. Examine the skeleton. Nothing of interest there. Okay, must be. So I'll pause for a bit while we wait for something to turn up. Something we got suddenly. The book, fifth number fifteen, dead end, exit north. The board caves and. Poor cave tunnel of which you're moving suddenly floods with a rolling tide of faint blue flock. A pale glow from up ahead alerts you to the presence of another ghost. Moving forward as quietly as possible, you round a slight bend in the corridor and find yourself looking post upon the ghost of a man clad in a tattered leather armour, gripping a length of chain. Much to your astonishment, lurking ghost seems to have not yet taken notice of your presence. Then I better attack while I've... Still got the advantage. After dousing your light, you creep forward through the near total darkness, your eyes focusing on the lurid glow of the lurking ghost. Pick a number. Bonus of 61. 21 from thievery, 20 from agility, 20 from luck. Got to get 100 or more. Pick now. Failure. You're just within a few steps of the ghost, when the goose inspector suddenly spins to face you. Its lethal length of, ch length of chain lashing out to cut the air within inches of the head. Brandishing the chain, the ghost of Goloshar, Olothar's vile lieutenant, shrieks wildly as it moves to counter your assault. It's Goloshar's ghost. Alright, gonna take it down. What? It did a special for 28 damage. Oh, well. Well, I still have one quick stone left at least. Alright. Just keep bashing, bashing, it swipes at you. Can absorb some damage. But not all of it. Bash, bash. Oh, I've down to five health. Better use the quick stone now. Bash, bash, slain. 780 XP. Your final blow tears the tattered spirit in two. Sealing the fate of the long dead brigand. Golashar's ethereal essence condenses in a similar encounter of faintly glowing particles that rapidly dissipates into the surrounding gloom. A sense of calm washes over you, who realise that another of Olorath's ghastly minions is now forever gone from this world. Seeking Stone suddenly emits a flash of white light, drawing your gaze to a pretty surface which now emblazoned the outline of a skull. Bearing a single eye socket. <coughs> okay, okay. To the exit. Suddenly, a rolling tide of blue fog rises up around you as the glowing apparition of a gaunt faced man clad in padded armour sprouts out of the darkness ahead. The baleful glaze of a grim spectre makes your blood run cold. You've no doubt you're in the presence of Orgrath himself. Finally! The murderer, ba murderous bandit lord upon whose blade countless innocents met their untimely end. Orgrath hisses a stream of, string of vile curses as he draws a dagger from his belt. With a swift, fluid motion, the spectre of the bandit lord deftly hurls his ghostly weapon at you. Pick a number. Bonus of 50. 20 from agility, 20 from body, 10 from luck. Success. Got to get 100 or more. Pick now. Success. 
You twist to your left, narrowly dodging the ghostly dagger. But the trail of blue mist fo following the historic ingression brushes against you. <coughs> Sending an earthly chill for your body for seven damage. Okay, I can handle that. The ghost of Olgarth, the Olgar, emits an ear-shattering shriek that echoes throughout the cave. The eerie resonance of which assails your mind's ability to reason. As you struggle to retain control of your thoughts, the spirit of the dead brigand chief draws a longsword and streaks towards you, howling wildly. Orgraf's ghost. Okay, it's yellow difficulty, so bashing won't really work. So, black steel axe. Begin combat. Except, of course, he does lots of damage. Tremble with uncontrollable wage as I assail my foe. Okay, what about if I... No, I don't have any of those. Don't have any blessings of protection. Right, Wand of Dragonfire. That did 174 damage, okay. Finger of Dread, 148. Finger of... <coughs> oh, I can't use it again. Use a quick stone 20. That's just 8 damage. So, okay, okay. I'm going to pause it for a bit while a finger of dread recharges. Bashed another finger of dread at it. And he is slain! and eighty XP. And I restore a lot of SP too. As you always do after the fights that you take damage in. You instinctively fall back and cover your ears as Olgraf's defeated spirit unleashes a deafening death wail. As with his slain minions, the ethereal fabric of Olgraf's ghost rapidly transforms into undulating cloud of faintly glowing particles. A profound sense of calm descends upon you as the cloud dissipates. Olgraf the Volga is now forever departed from the realm of the living. The Seeking Stone suddenly emits a flash of white light, drawing your gaze to its pitter surface, which is now emblazoned with the outline of a skull bearing two eye sockets. Sense of calm you experienced upon. Vanquishing, vanquishing Olgraf's ghost is replaced by an eerie sense of looming dead. In spite of victory over the malevolent spirits of the bandit lord and his minions, you find your mind plagued with the unsettling notion that a grim menace yet stalks you in the darkness of the cave. Realising you used to make your way out of it with all possible haste, you quickly set off on your way, your every sense alert for the first sign of danger. Okay. Now, let's go in. The slab. Touch the orb. Ghostly orb! Despite its effort or composition, you're able to close your hand around the ghostly orb and take possession of it. Your fingers pass white through this glowing transparent orb. You're able to pick it up and manipulate it as if it was solid. Okay. Alright, now to find where I can use this. The table. Use the ghostly orb. The instant you raise the ghost of the orb, the swirling mist that comprised the F4 object 
Conceal. Coalesce. Coalesce. To form a sharp blade. The blade flies after your hand and promptly cuts through the rope. The severed limbs of which silently drops to the cave floor. The blade rapidly transforms back into glowing orb and returns to your hand. The free ghost leaves down and seems to be indicating something on the ground. When you expect the indicated spot, there's nothing there. Suddenly, a gentle breeze stirs the air. The hovering spirit's ethereal fragment twists, scatters into the darkness, swiftly fading from sight. 32 XP to general. Okay, let's keep looking. Heap of bones. Nope, done that one. It's going along, done that one. Alright, I'm just gonna the table. Look that. I'm going I'm I'm looking at every room from west to east. The whack. Use the ghostly orb there. You give a start and step back as the glowing apparition of a young man suddenly emerges from the rotting rack and hovers in midair. His his bare, translucent feet are only inches from the cave floor. The ghost holds up his hand, revealing a set of thick iron mandicles clapped around his wrist. The mandicles are fixed to sturdy chains that attach to the ghost, ghost the wooden rack, ghost the orb. The instant you raise the ghost of the orb, the swirling mist that comprises the F4 objects contests to form a large key. The key flies after your hand and promptly unlocks the mandicles, which floor onto the cave floor with a cacophony of muffled clangs. The key rapidly transforms back into a glowing orb and returns to your hand. Frido, the free ghost opens his mouth and seems to speak, but only a faint, indiscernible whisper reaches your ears. Suddenly, a gentle breeze stirs the air, and free spirit, F4 fragment, scatters into darkness, swiftly fading from sight. 32 species general. Alright, this marks slab. We've already done that. Okay, keep going, keep going. Alright, going east. Alright, at the entrance. The pillar. Examine the bones. You give a start and step back as the glowing apparition of a thin, yet man suddenly emerges from stone pillar and hovers in midair. His bare, translucent feet are only inches off the cave floor. He goes motions to his left, left, left leg, round which is clamped a thick leather mandicle. The manacle is affixed to a chain that's looped around the stone column. Use the ghostly orb. The instant you raise the ghostly orb, the swirling mist that comprises the object coalesce to form a jagged blade. The blade flies after your hand and promptly cuts through the leather manacle. The weight, the weight, the blade rapidly transforms back into a glowing orb and returns to your hand. The three grows raise his hand and raised about as he makes a series of strange complex gestures. Suddenly, the gentle breeze stirs the air, and the hovering spirit's F4 fabric scatters into the darkness, swiftly fading from sight. 32 XP to general. Alright. Alright, that's, that's the column with the entrance done. Lonely skeleton. No, that's one of the bad ghosts. Alright, northeast corner. There are barrels and sacks. Here's another skeleton, a wag-clag skeleton. That's one we've seen before. 
Sparkling dust. Alright, okay. I think that's everything done here. Let's exit the cave. As you step up to the threshold of the cave's moor, a shimmering translucent blue wet forms across the opening, blocking your path. Suddenly, the web begins to swiftly unravel as its glowing strands twist themselves apart and dissolve into thin air. The matter of moments, the translucent web is gone. Step out of the cave. As you step towards the, towards the ghostly web, its glow intensifies and a sharp, unnatural chill passes over you. Translucent stand, strands of web, webbing flutter wildly as if stirred by a strong bee, breeze. The fluttering strands of webbing abruptly become still as their glow slightly dims. Right, continue through the web. As you step through the translucent web, the ghostly bower briefly vanishes, flickers and then vanishes. A strange and fleeting sense of rejuvenation washes over you as you cross the cave's threshold and step out in the glorious light of the forest. Once outside the cave, you look back at its shadowy, moss-covered moor, recalling the grim horrors you encounter in its gloom-filled confines. A feeling of relief, mingled with a well-earned sense of pride, takes hold of you as you realise your victory over the ghostly bandit lord and his minions has at last brought closer to a gruesome, centuries-old chapter of history. With, with that reassuring thought, you turn and make your way into the thick of the old Northwood, confident you can find your way back to more familiar surroundings. You're certain you remember the way, right? Suddenly. You've only gone a few yards from the mouth of the cave, when your seeking stone suddenly adopts a fierce white glow and instantly becomes too hot to hold. You instinctively hurl the stone to the ground, where it lands with a reverberating thud. Just a minute or two, the white glow fades and you carefully reacquire the stone, thankful it's returned to its original cool temperature. You closely examine the seeking stone, surprised to discover the white outline of an open eyes emblazoned on the rock's pitted surface. Unsure of what significance of this change, you place the stone safely in amongst your possessions before resuming your trek out of the old northwood. Suddenly, take a new few steps when you catch sight of something moving out of the undergrowth to your left. Appearing to face what you presume to be a threat, you're startled to find an old man who gave you the seeking stone in Twithick, tearing his grubby tunic free from a tangle of bra- <coughs> bramble. I once wandered this way, many years ago, he says, grinning as he pushes back the thick stone in the white rock's hair. So, did the stone serve its purpose? Quite remarkable, even though it's doomed to remain largely misunderstood. Well done, by the way. I suppose I also started off with that. The old man, whose name you have never known, Steps closer and asks you to look at the back of the seeking stone. You turn the stone over, revealing the white outline of an open eye blazing on the back of the rock. Perhaps it's a reminder to always keep at least one eye open, he says, bursting into a fit of hoarse laughter. Go on. Touch that marking, gently mind you. I think you'll find it most find it amusing. Following the curious directive, you gently press your finger with your open eye emblazoned on the back of the seeking stone. The magical rock quivers, and the eye symbol suddenly closes. As you withdraw your finger, a dazzling white glow envelops the stone. A split second later, when the glow has faded, you're stunned to find 
stone has vanished. In its place, resting in the palm of your hand, <coughs> is a white stone wing. Seeking stone is gone. Got the seeking wind. Wing. 16 melee waiting and 12 stamina points. And also, one spirit and luck. This angular white stone wing is all that remains of the seeking stone. The artifact you used to hunt down Orgroth the Volga and its band of gross brigands. The ring bears no markings of any kind, though it's routinely quivers while perched upon your finger. The true extent of this wing's ability is not known. It's likely that having the seeking wing equipped will avail you of a number of hidden benefits. <coughs> well, well, honestly, the level reserves enough. Okay. I'll unequip Weimar's Wing of Sorcery. And equip the Seeking Wing. Neville Reserve went down a bit. But my melee rating has increased. By about 10. Which is nice. Oh, and SP's gone up too. You asked the old man about the Seeking Stone transformation. Holding out the ring for him to see. <coughs> I always thought it would become sort of, well... I suppose it matters, he says, squinting as he peers at the ring. Have not to worry about it, though, because the wing is, that wing is the seeking stone. Wearing it likely will prove beneficial in many ways, both seen and unseen. The old man takes a step back and laughs heartily, through the outburst is punctuated by a fierce fit of coughing that leaves him breathless. Like the living descendants of Olgar's fishing, victims i shall now seek the west that has long eluded me he says after regaining his voice there's one thing left for you to do other than find your way out the forest of course here drink one of these the old man produces a pair of ornate vials and holds them out towards you the power on your left hand is filled with a churning red liquid while the one on the right hand contains a bubbling green solution prowess or or fortitude, he says, winking with his subtly experiencing sharp pain. Red is prowess, green is fortitude. You have both, it's plain to see. But you can only drink one of these. It's simply too dangerous to consider anything else. GM tip. The red is related to your melee weighting, and the green is related to your stamina points. I guess I'll have the red potion. The old man hands you a vial containing the red liquid and <coughs> instructs you to drink it up <coughs> once. The victor within is quite voluble with effects of time. If you delay it, maybe the potion itself is removed from existence, or perhaps worse. There's a link here saying time shift. Zathamorian time shift. Time in Zathamor and many of its adjacent realities is subject to the whim of its eternal overlord and tyrant, the merciless Zathawuk. A time shift is Zathamorian Farmanon, which particular thread of time is moved either forward or backwards, often with little or no notice taken by those who the alteration affects. While it is believed that Zathawuk 
has the power to enact time shift. It's also posited that such events occur, either naturally or naturally, outside the time time benders control. Zathrook's ability to employ time shift has allowed the tyrant tyrant to maintain control of Zathamore and his denizens. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't the crap. He's a, he's a toughie. You remove the vile stopper and promptly consume its bitter churning contents. <coughs> the instant you swallow the wet liquid, a spark tingling sensation spreads through your body. The odd feeling slow, slowly fades through you experience a series of slight chills in its wake. Your melee rating has been permanently increased by two, which is very nice. The old man steps back and waves his right hand, revealing a trio of concentric circles in blaze tattooed <coughs> upon his palm. His eyes sparkle unnaturally as his entire body shimmers before rapidly fading away, leaving no trace to prove he was ever there. In the moments immediately following his abrupt departure, you can experience what you can only describe as a profound sense of completion. Without without further delay, you plunge into the thick of the forest and begin the somewhat arduous task of making your way out of the old north wood. As you seek out the forgotten trails that lead you out of the forbidden wood, your thoughts ever return to the old man and the tree of concentric squares emblazoned on his palm. The curious symbol is, un- is decidedly sinister. You suspect its true significance is likely more profound than you're yet able to discern. Endeavouring to put such notions out of mind, you consecrate on navigating the, t- the tangled terrain that's seemingly bent on forcing you at every step. Slowly and cautiously, you trek towards the ragged edge of the cursed wood. <coughs> Despite the countless perils inherent in Navigating the treacherous forest terrain, you have little trouble with tracing your steps out of the old north wood. I guess after I dealt with that, <laughs> nothing else in the forest wants to mess with me. At least for now. As you pass through the dense thicket of evergreens, drawing near to the woodland's edge, you're suddenly struck by the unsettling notion that someone or something is lurking nearby, watching your every move. Before you can attempt to locate the source of the unease, <coughs> startled by a soft feminine voice that slips into your left ear. Doesn't it seem strange to you, always meeting like this? The voice is one you've heard before, with something about its tone and cadence is different. I would have advised against going into that cave, whispered the voice, and even suggested you refrain from hunting down those ghosts. No, indeed, sure. Nobody to be sure, but his very prose was certainly a wound. You were meant to see the mark, in hopes <coughs> hopes it would invoke a memory. Surely you saw it. Without making any any attempt to turn and get a look at your unseen caller, Gasco as you were throw into a trio of concentric scares. Of course, she whispers, this time into your white ear. There was some meaning behind their marking, although it's not always the same. It does, however. In all its occurrences, pretend devilry and destruction on a grand scale. Its appearance here, in this world, is terrifying. It means you are no longer safe. Anywhere. It certainly creates a winkle in our schemes. You certainly immediately inquire what, what, what was to, about what was just said regarding the 
no longer safe. Anyway, <coughs> takes several moments for the whispered reply to breathe into your left ear. Perhaps I've overstated it, just a bit, whispers the unknown woman. But destiny is not something known to be malleable. The mark changes such notions. For it is an omen of chaos that ever deepens around us. Just out of sight for now, but not forever. You're meant to see that marking, because that chaos fears you. Because you have been its undoing, and will be again. Suddenly, something lands on the ground next to your white foot. You glance down and see a black pouch lying on the leaf-covered forest floor. Those are yours, whispers the voice, passing from your left ear to right. The last five, I believe. You'll know what's to be done with them when the time comes. The voice falls silent, and after nearly a minute, you begin to think the unknown is gone. Just as you begin to turn around, a voice slips into your a voice against slips <coughs> into your right ear. I have to go, she whispers, a tone betraying a measure of disquiet. I wish very much I could reveal myself, and that you and I could look upon one another. But let us not yet serve our purpose. My anomaly protects you against that which you don't yet remember. I mustn't say more. The sound of soft footfalls fading away behind you signals, signals the departure of your unseen ally. When at last the faint platter fades, fades to silence, you turn and stare off in the direction of the mysterious confederate's swift retreat, but no trace of her remains. You pick up the pouch at your feet and shot to discover it contains five green metal coins. The last five coins of destiny. 16, 17, 18, 19 and 20th coins are got. With all 20 coins of destiny now safely in your possession, you set off in the direction of the forest edge, puzzling at every step over the strange but rewarding encounter. You emerge from the wood at the edge of the small bog, beyond which snakes a well-worn road that will lead you back to less desolate surroundings. As you stealthily skirt the perimeter of the mire, the unmistakable sound of a wagon rolling along the road reaches your ears. The prospect of a swifter passage back to civilization causes you to hasten your step, disregarding your usual petulant wariness, without giving the moment's indiscretion a second thought. Well done. You proceed in the within the world of the sinister, lurking presence of Orgraf and his foul band of ghostly brigands. The descendants of the bloodthirsty bandit lord's original victims who now know the peace that has long eluded them. You also managed to acquire the last five coins of destiny, keep them safe. Now, you just hope the hope the wagon you heard approaching you isn't Thirteen ghosts. You fully completed this scenario. <coughs> well done. And that, 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 I guess that's that. I guess soon enough we'll find out what those coins do. But now, to save. And, oh, well, I'm going to pause. Got to see what that thing identifies as. And it's identified now. It is Calipo's Key. 
9 Miller 18, 9 standard points, 3 Neville Reserve. 2 Survival Zathmore. This square wooden amulet attached to a bone link chain. A mark depicting a trio of concentric squares is burned into both sides of the amulet. His amulet belongs to the Zathmorian horror known as Collapore. Believed to be a key of sort. Wear this amulet at your own peril. As it compared to what I already have, it's worse. Okay, the other reserves better, but well, anyway, and I think that's it. Ta. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.